In Buddhism, everyone has the Buddha nature. If you feel like you have a potential inside and you don't have that full potential out, we can also call that a bodhicitta quality, that you want to expand your full potential in a way. Yeah. And then we can talk about the bodhicitta qualities. Okay. With the, with the three qualities. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean you want enlightenment because you want to become Buddha, but enlightenment also means you want more clarity or mm -hmm. I, I just feel like it's important in these days that we are, uh, we are not putting enlightenment to something not achievable. Mm -hmm. But in Buddhism, it's, it's enlightenment. You have the ability or you have the need to, to reach enlightenment or you want to reach enlightenment. So a Bodhisattva is a person on this physical earth Wanting to become enlightened or work with practicing enlightenment, mm -hmm. very easily said. So we can ask ourselves, am I a king? And a king is thinking of himself, herself, and the kingdom. You want the best for your kingdom. Mm -hmm. Then you have the boatsman. The boatsman, yes. Who have... Um, the who brings people from one place to the yeah. other. It's like the the bridge. Yes, the bridge. And the boatman will bring other people with him. And um, it's a little bit more unselfish, mm -hmm. if you're going to categorize it. And then you have the shepherd. And the shepherd is bringing the whole herd yeah. in front of him. Yeah. So if you're going to take that deeper, you can ask yourself, are you a king or are you a boatman, a boatman. or a shepherd? Most people can think quickly, okay, I go into there and there and there. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to be very, very honest with yourself, you can think that you're a shepherd. But They are uh, kings. Yes. Actually, in this term, it should have been another, a yeah. fourth or yeah. a, a solo. Zero level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like society now is brought up on the king's concept. And that mm -hmm. is me and my family and my kid and my, okay, I'm not, saying anything bad about family values but if we had just loosed up a little bit like back in the days you had this uh, quote saying it takes a village mm. to raise a kid of course yes and in Norway it's very based around family and even now with the corona situation and you're going to be isolated mm. it's even more restricted around family but when you grow up in a family where it's like this is us families first it's me this is yours this is my house and you will inherit this house. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is on the the king level. Yeah, and also I see that uh, with a lot of people on social media where they present themselves as They're even the whole idea of followers, yeah. Yeah. right? It's like they present themselves in a way that it, it looks like you need to do whatever this person does. Mm -hmm. And yeah, to become happy or yeah. feel successful, you follow, follow me. Yeah. yeah, follow that influencer. And in the yogic tradition, the connection will be to be an instructor, a teacher, or a master, mm -hmm. because an instructor just gives you instructions and mm -hmm. you follow him. 
uh, teacher uses uh, examples to show you where you need to go, like the boatman. Mm. And the master, he just is mm. in the way that everything that he does is like opening you the way. A shepherd, I feel, doesn't want to become a guru. Of course, the shepherd teaches in the way and uh, puts the limits about what is safe and what is not safe for the for the herd. But it's like putting your expectations or your levels under that. Mm. It's, I believe that connecting that on how you choose the tantric path is super important. Now I am like sorting things in the, mm. the marbles in the jar. Some people that maybe they enter in the place of the king because they enter for their own satisfaction. Mm. Some people enter because they want to connect in a different way with a partner. So mm. they enter in the role of the boatman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and some people go for the greater good. And that's the path of the shepherd. Yes. This deserves... You're so good with words. Thank you so much. I'm learning every day with this. I, I really like uh, our recording sessions and our conversations and the questions from our great listeners because it makes me question things. When we talk, we have this thing about the Hinduistic and the Buddhist path and we think that they are like far apart. And it's so funny because when we start to talk about mm. grandmothers and great-grandmothers, <laughs> uh, it's like, okay, it's the same thing over there. The family tree gets sorted. And that is tantric. That is a road of unity. I really like it. If you want to try to adapt this in your life and you ask yourself, am I a king or mm -hmm. a boatman or a shepherd? If you want to become a shepherd and you are already a teacher, mm -hmm then you have to be very, very, very honest with yourself. Mm. Because you can be teaching because you are feeding on the energy that you get from your students. Mm. Or you can be a leader and you... I think it's this is the nuances that are so tricky to discover and find if you want to go into this tantric path. When you can separate these different nuances, you just see them and it will affect your life. And it will affect how people look at you. But you have to be extremely honest with yourself. So the balance between being in front and then not putting your ego out there and this is me and I am special. You can still be in the front, that's not what I'm saying, but... In, in yeah. my mind, when you talked about the king and being a dancer and everything, something funny happened because <laughs> it was like, okay, the dancer is on the stage and everyone is looking at the dancer. Mm. That would be the king. But the shepherd would be all the people are looking to the other side of the room and the dancer is behind them. And the dancer is inspiring people to walk forward and to to do their own steps. Mm. It's... Uh, <laughs> In my mind, it was like, okay, everyone turned around and they are doing their own thing and they are doing the, like, the protagonists or the, the most important figures in their own path. Yeah. And this dancer is in the back on the stage pushing people forward in their own lives. It's just like the anti-ego thing. I don't think it's just being on the stage or not because I understand that to be a teacher, you need to capture the attention mm -hmm 
for some reason. Yeah. Over the years, I have teachers coming in and then they are part of the whole community. Mm -hmm. I have three studios um, and they affect each other in some way. Mm -hmm. And inside one studio, they have a certain energy. And then you have the teacher creating a community. And I can very clearly see which teachers that are in for the whole, f- as a team, mm-hmm. or going in and creating their own tribe within the community. Yeah. And I don't think people are so aware of that, but I am super aware of that. Those who are creating their own little team mm. within the community, maybe they are the one that wants to get most out of it, but they end up getting less. Because you separate yourself from the rest, but you get those fans that will adore you and it's you, 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 but you're not part of the the team. This is something that is extremely difficult to tell a person. Because it's it's very... You mean that tell a person, like tell a teacher when they are doing that? Yeah. How would you you tell a person that? Um, I believe that the road of the shepherd is the greater good. And the greater good requires some sort of renunciation. If you are there for the road of the shepherd, mm-hmm. you need to say no to something. And you need to understand that that thing that you believe you are mm. is not true. You're convincing yourself you're mm. something that you are. It's like the difference of saying, I am Lucas and I am called Lucas. Mm. I am much more than my name. Mm. I am not that. And in my life, I've done a lot of things. I see a lot of people getting very attached to how bendy they are, how beautiful and tall Mm. they are, how they can drive brands behind them. So there is a brand of very famous (laughs) stuff that uh, calls you an ambassador because... And that is driving everything to sustain the person that you are right now. And the question that I usually make to these people is, are you inherently happy with who you are in your life right now? If your answer is is yes, I have nothing to say. But if your answer is no, then something in the person that you are needs to go. Something needs to die. And in the road of the king, you are trying to sustain who you are as the families Mm. that you told and everything. So if you don't see a part of yourself that needs to die, then we are talking about something different. And usually when I refer this to happiness, like being really happy with what you're doing, you are happy and people say, no, I would like more students. When people say that kind of thing, it's like, okay, you are not happy clearly with what you're doing then something Mm. needs to die because Mm. this is not helping you go into the right path. You're being Mm. unhappy with something that you should be loving. You should love one student. Mm. You should love no students and do your your practice yourself. You should love the amount of students, not because you are being in the center of the stage. It's because you are serving to a greater purpose. Yeah, and when you have that greater good... Everything As a guideline, behind. but I, I don't feel like you helped me or listeners for how can you how can you understand yourself that you are a king or a boatman or a shepherd? Because even you, you mentioned Osho, right? Yes. Even Osho 
was uh, illusioned by his own ego and needed that fame and fortune. And Osho make a very good use of his ways of being a king. I believe mm-hmm. that he was a shepherd unintentionally. Mm-hmm. He was a very good boatman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but he made the best use that he could being a king and mm-hmm. he felt threatened by the people around him mm-hmm. and everything. Why I talk so much about it is because I see it so clearly in people if they want to achieve something and they feel like they don't come to the next level and to to dare to open and not try to just serve your own plate or your own fans even if you are a yoga teacher or a dance instructor or what kind of teacher you are. But when you trust, like, I mean, I can take you as an example. Mm. From day one, when we work together, you have never been, uh, you you just trust that it's for the greater good. Mm. You just go along with the flow. Yeah. And I I can see the difference between people that are just trusting in something. You want something with a higher purpose. You are not so concerned about even money. You are like, You say no to to the mm. deals that I offer you that are more beneficial financially for you because mm. you're like, yeah, but it's not really because I oh, that but, I- but what I would yeah, say yeah. you have you on one side that are just you always go for the greater good mm-hmm. and it shows in every aspect of what you do. You can have other people asking about money on the first day. Mm-hmm. And I understand that and it's natural. They want to know that they are worthy or they are... Sometimes it's not about your worth, but it's about what kind of relationship do we have, what kind of job, and so and so. But what I see is people that are concerned about their own plate mm-hmm. or the amount of money they will make or they think of themselves, they, they don't really get to fly that high. Or how can I say this without offend anyone? Um, I, I can Okay, I can say very easy. You make a lot more money than the person that are just thinking about making a lot of money. Uh, that is for sure. There was one saying that my grandmother, she was a Buddhist in nature, I think. Uh, she said, you give with an open hand and you will receive with both hands. And this teacher that I might not repeat his name He said to me, the only way that you can move forward faster is that if you have a deeper relationship with more people, but not a relationship with more people, a deeper Deeper. relationship with more people. And that means that you need to be very generous in what you give. Because if you give little and you put yourself in the center of the stage, you're going to get a lot of attention. Mm. And you're going to to show yourself, "I, I am worthy, you need to come to me. And there are a lot of gurus that get in there. In India, is super common. But the more generous and the more open-handed you are, there is a, a vulnerability there that makes people connect deeper with you. And that deeper connection makes your enlightenment come faster because you have more experiences, deeper experiences in a shorter amount of time. So... For me, it doesn't make sense any other way. And you fall a lot of times and when you go open-hearted to a lot of situations, you might feel heartbreak, right? Some teachers being not so sure that they know much 
and think that they are only going to be admired if they do things in a perfect way. And I don't think that serves them well. I think I gain more in the relationship with others, showing my own limitations. Every time I present myself to another person in a limited way, saying this is so much what I know and this is what I can share, then we become on the same level. And that is not the role of the king for sure. When you are putting yourself as I have something precious that I need to guard, that that is that then you are there for the road of the king. And it's fine because I think that you need to go through that way to be able to move into the next one. This mm-hmm. is why they are called levels of the mm-hmm. bodhicitta. It's not mm-hmm. just for Yeah, let's go back to the bodhicitta. <laughs> I oh, I think we are still in <laughs> because I, I think you need to go through that road to to extort it so mm. nothing's left and then you realize okay i mm. didn't get what i wanted to get there are lots of people that are uh, in the verge of their graves and trying to bring a lot to their families and their families are like okay now that you're going to die we are not going to get more they mm. don't know how to get more mm. and when you see these teachers that dedicate themselves to teach and to uh, make people aware of certain things at one point, they they earn empty because they don't feel that what they are doing is paying them enough or making them feel protected. The only way that you can get that, being a teacher, is the role of the shepherd. I, I tell you this every time that happens. When I see one of our students realize something and me being the witness of that moment of plop, of mini enlightenment when people are like okay i got it it gives me goosebumps it's like okay this is wonderful i I saw i am witnessing the transformation of a human being and that for me is one of the greatest things that i can see Mm. so and i'm not benefiting i am getting some benefit from that because that pays my bills but beyond that it's like whoa I, i could be here for hours, that road of learning and knowing that I learn from the experience of another person mm. discovering their own path, that for me is everything. If you are in there for that, then I think you are on the road of the shepherd. Yeah. I I have this... Um... But I had been in the road of the king. Oh, pay attention to that. I said it like very quickly, <laughs> but I had been in that in that place. I worked in the corporate world. I wanted to be a CEO. I I wore expensive suits. I tried to get like an expensive Swiss watch, and I was like a show off. When you were wearing that suit and you wanted a watch, do you remember if you felt like that was part of your self value? I remember that I felt unhappy as hell Mm -hmm. that I was like okay I'm doing everything that people said I should do Mm -hmm. to become a happy person that was being successful I guess and I felt deeply unhappy I couldn't be myself Mm -hmm. my family saw me as like okay finally you are making sense (laughs) and you're doing something 
big and you are being uh, important in I want to I want to have an episode on that okay because I also came from the corporate world but um, to end this um, bodhicitta yes what I try to discuss with you here is you also see the difference between a person that is feeding their own ego we can use the word ego now Yeah, yeah yeah we can I think that is the right term feeding the own ego mm-hmm. and doing it for the higher good. Yeah. And I think to find out that in yourself is very very hard. I think that the only way to discover that is when you get out of the the circle of cause and consequence. Mm-hmm. When you do things to get something in exchange, you are like in a karmatic circle because it's cause consequence, cause consequence. But when you go and do this for the greater good, you are like in a narrow, you move forward. So it has to be selfless. But I mean, when we live in the Western world, we always have some part of selfish aspect of what we do, right? This is something I I discuss with my teacher all the time. Like, why do you stay there in your cave when you can achieve so much more here? But... to be able to move forward, you have to be selfless in some way. There is no way that you will move forward like crawling with your hands and teeth. <laughs> because it, uh, like me, me, me. There is no way. Because you need to feed from the experiences that other people have also. Consciousness exists in interaction. And interaction doesn't exist if you force people on, on you. Mm. There is no way. But how can you discover when you... Enter a room, mm-hmm. and you are like I tried to mention. Even Osho uh, didn't manage that. You get all this attention, and then you walk out of the room, mm. and something tells you that, oh, that was me. You know, mm. it's something in me that made these people understand something. That, that is, yeah. and and to come to that level where you don't feel that at all, I think that is is pretty hard to get to that level you need to get your ego crushed and realize that what you think you are is not valuable if you want to achieve big things in life i think you can come very far with the king's mind when you are feeding your own little kingdom and yourself and your uh, fans um yeah i think you can come pretty far but uh, coming back to the tantric path it's all about serving for the greater good and connecting, is, mm. and connecting with others. Mm. Even if you get to the boatman's road, you need to be able to connect with another mm. person and you using that relationship as a vehicle mm. to move forward. Yeah, When you have that in the back of my mind, and now maybe you know a little bit more about the, the reason why people practice Tantra, mm-hmm. to enlighten mankind, if you can use that word. Uh, maybe it's easier then to understand why... Uh, why someone is choosing this path and uh, try to live from this path. There is a phrase that I repeat a lot in my podcast in Spanish, that is, when someone heals, everyone heals. Yeah. And that I see. When I see someone sharing their life story and their healing story, we learn from that. Mm. And that it takes a village. Yeah, and it takes a village. So if you are a teacher... Next time, if you enter the room, you can just ask yourself, 
am I doing this to show people how much knowledge I have? Or do I go in here and I just want to share from a space where I want this knowledge to come to the world, regardless of who I am mm. and everyone? Yeah. Awesome. I will do that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we have each other that tells yeah, you, yeah. Lucas, yeah, Kim, watch after yourself. Watch Is this for the greater good? <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.